Attention people who still care. How can us average citizens profit from fixing our broken financial system that currently favors big banks and powerful corporations to a system that looks out for us average citizens without using politicians or regulations? This is the question we ask on the Crowd Effect podcast. I am your host, Paul Lovejoy, activist investment advisor at Stakeholder Enterprise. On today's show, a group of seven senators yesterday sent a letter to the CEOs of the 10 of the largest U.S. credit card issuers demanding details about their company's late fee practices. But before we get in that, I want to tell a story. In 2008, the nation was gripped by a devastating financial crisis. In response, the government introduced a consumer protection law called the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act. The intentions behind the law were noble to safeguard consumers from predatory lending practices and prevent another economic catastrophe. However, the story of Dodd-Frank serves as a cautionary tale about the unintended consequences that can arise when good intentions clash with the complexities of the real world. One provision of the law known as the Qualified Mortgage Rule sought to ensure that borrowers can afford their loans. While this was meant to protect consumers from risky lending practices, it inadvertently made it more difficult for some individuals with lower incomes or credit scores to secure loans at all. These marginalized borrowers who were already struggling to achieve financial stability found themselves further excluded from the opportunity of homeownership or accessing credit to improve their lives. In addition, the Dodd-Frank Act introduced the Durbin Amendment, aiming to reduce fees that banks charge merchants for debit card transactions. The intention was to lower costs for consumers, but the outcome was far from ideal. As a consequence, some banks responded by increasing fees for their customers and eliminating rewards programs associated with debit card usage. Ordinary individuals who relied on these programs suddenly found themselves burdened with additional costs and stripped of the benefits they had come to rely upon. Now that leads us into our top story of the day. Um, the senators, this, this group of seven senators led by Elizabeth Warren, uh, Sherrod Brown, and Jack Reed wrote that the high cost of late fees can have a devastating impact on consumers, particularly those who are already struggling to make ends meet. Uh, they cited a recent study by the Pew Charitable Trust that found that the average late fee for a credit card is $35 and that consumers paid a total of $12 billion in late fees in 2020, in 2021. Um, I hate late fees with a passion. I just got a late fee, which I'm going to dispute, uh, from a company that I didn't pay their invoice after 10 days, I got this this late fee. So I am no fan of, of late fees. And, and I do see that it can be um, a, a, a bit 
predatory. Uh, but but here's here's the thing. Um, it, it let me finish this the 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 news story first, and then then I'll I'll talk about uh, what I think later. So the the senators also noted that the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, or the CFPB, is considering a rule that would limit credit card late fees to eight dollars per payment and ban those fees from being over 25% of the minimum payment. The banks have pushed back on this proposal, of course, arguing that it would hurt their bottom line. Yeah, no kidding. In their letter, the senators asked the CEOs of the credit card issuers to provide information on their late fee practices, including how many customers are charged late fees how much money is collected in late fees each year, and how banks decide whether to waive late fees at all. They also asked the CEOs to explain their positions on the CFPB's proposed rule. So the senator's letter is the latest in a series of efforts by consumer advocates to crack down on credit card late fees. In 2017, the CFPB issued a rule that required uh, credit card issuers to give consumers more time to make payments without being charged a late fee. However, that rule was overturned by a federal court in 2019. So all of that is so sounds good. A credit card late fees seem shady and um, it, 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 but it's not surprising. Um, these credit card companies which include the four largest banks in the U.S., which control half of all the banking assets in the United States. Um, th this regulation um, won't solve the problem because ultimately uh, these, these banks, these credit card issuers, they're under this constant pressure to always increase their quarterly profits more so than, than the last quarter. And no amount of regulation will ever fix that, th this pressure. And what happens when uh, regulations occur on these banks or, or, or any corporations, it makes their operating expenses go up. And so banks will inevitably uh, find a way to make sure that they're increasing their profits. Uh, and, and so they'll do other things um, and, and it will inevitably lead to the, a cat and mouse game because the regulation won't solve the, the root cause, which is this constant pressure to increase quarterly profits. So, so one potential unintended consequence of this proposed law that the senators are, are, are fighting to, to get uh, to enact uh, is that banks, well, they may raise interest rates on credit cards in order to make up for the lost revenues from the late fees. This would make it more expensive for consumers to carry a balance on their credit cards, which could lead to more people falling behind on their payments and getting into debt. Another potential unintended unintended consequence is that banks may be less likely to extend credit to consumers who are already considered to be high-risk borrowers. This could make it more difficult for people who are struggling financially to get the credit they need. 
Finally, the CFPB's proposed rule could lead to a decrease in competition among credit card issuers. If banks are less able to make money from late fees, they may be less likely to enter the credit card market. This could reduce the number of choices that consumers have when it comes to choosing a credit card. Okay, so the the proposed rule is is very well intended and it it seems like you know th these banks they they don't care uh, about consumers um in, in fact uh the banking industry is the most abusive industry in the United States according to the violation tracker project that has been uh tracking all corporations that operate in the United States, the amount of fines that they have received from uh, violating regulations or uh, civil lawsuits, um, guess who is the most fined industry? You got it, the banking industry. So I mentioned the four largest banks in the United States and how they controlled half of all the banking assets in this country. Well, uh, which again is number one, Chase, two, Bank of America, three, Wells Fargo, and number four, Citigroup. So guess who is at the very top of the list uh, according to the Violation Tracker Project? The, the, the corporation that has been fined the most. And if you look at their fines, it's, it's all customer abuse, toxic security abuse. Uh, well, I just kind of gave it away. Yeah, Bank of America is at the very top of the list. Guess who's in second place? Chase. Uh, fifth place is Wells Fargo and sixth place is Citigroup. And these banks just abuse because they have this constant pressure to constantly increase their quarterly profits. That, that will never go away. Regulations, as well intended as they are, we can't have, we, we can't be being abused they only make it more expensive for these banks to operate. And, but the bank, it doesn't take away the pressure to increase their quarterly profits. So, so here is this, this, this big problem. So what can us average citizens do about this? Well, one thing is, is that we can uh, bank with credit unions. They're nonprofit, so they don't have this pressure to increase quarterly profits. In fact, when they make a profit, it uh, they pump it right back into the credit union, uh, and which which leads to uh, helpful services for the community they serve, offering things like financial education, uh, lower late fees, uh, and uh, lower interest rates. Uh, on, on top of that. We we need to do something about about uh, accessing uh, credit. Uh, now, credit cards uh, are revolving debt. And what that means is that you only pay uh, interest on what you borrow. So if you have a credit card and you have a zero balance, well, you're not paying to have the credit card. It's, it's a zero balance. And if you do borrow uh, and pay it back, you can keep borrowing. That's why it's a revolving debt. Um, so there is something called a personal line of credit and almost all credit unions offer this and it's a revolving line of debt, just like a credit card. 
now there are some big differences. A uh, credit card, just I just checked, the average uh, credit card interest rate is around 20%. Guess what the average interest rate for a personal line of credit is? 10%. So we're talking a far less interest rate, which will save you lots of money. The other thing is, is that uh, these lines of credit, they'll link up to your uh, bank account. So instead of getting these overdraft fees that and and that that these banks will charge uh, because that's what they have to they're getting regulated and their expenses are going up so they charge outrageous overdraft fees uh so um if you have a personal line of credit linked to your bank account at a credit union guess what it, it you don't get an overdraft fees it automatically drafts out of your revolving light of credit into your bank account. So you don't even have to uh, uh, worry uh, that that you're gonna overdraft. You have this buffer there that, that can help you. Also, um, most uh, credit unions, uh, when they uh, give customers a, uh, a line of credit, well, they have it included in the terms of service that the minimum payment will automatically be drafted out of your uh, bank account. So there will be no late fees because it's an auto draft. It's linked. And, and so as consumers, we can completely avoid this. And guess what? No regulations are, are happening. Um, it, it's just a matter of awareness uh, that this option exists to you, the consumers. So and there's other things that that can be done too uh but i'm not going to get into that today uh my name is paul lovejoy i am a crowd investor and i see you are one too if you'd like to know how to profit from fixing our bro broken financial system without uh any uh divisive political action go to stakeholderenterprise.com <laughs>